Welcome to Indoor Recess, a podcast about kids' movies. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. And Jeff, let's say I'm a new listener. Oh, a podcast about kids' movies. Oh my gosh. I bet you guys talk about Willy Wonka and Shrek yeah, and Despicable Me. Not really. Oh, well, what, what, what do you talk about? We talk about, you know... Pinocchio and Thumbelina. I've heard of that one. Yep, I got yeah. no, I got and, no strings uh, to do, do, do. Not quite. Oh, it might not be the Pinocchio you're used to. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Yes. No. It's indoor recess. It's a podcast about obscure kids movies. Doodly doodly do. How are you? I'm good. Cool. 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 I'm also good because you know what, y'all? I got a new. Pin. Woo! Ooh, things are looking up. <laughs> it, yeah. It's not even a fancy pin, y'all. It's just a whatever uniball. I needed a new pin. That's all. That's that's all I got. I've been enjoying our um early in the podcast banter, but unfortunately I have absolutely nothing going on in my life other than I bought a new pin. Damn. So. Okay, um uh I modded my PS3 yesterday. Yeah, I was gonna say you spent a lot of time noodling with that. Oh, it wasn't a lot of time. It, you spent hour. a lot of time. That was like an hour, dude. I got some PS2 games working on there. Oh, um, uh, that I legally own. I do actually legally own those games, so whatever. Um, you shit, Sony. Can't touch us. Wow, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sony's just like, oh, yeah? Yeah. This week's episode, Sony the movie. Ooh. Dude, that reminds me so... I think it was like some kind of confessional subreddit. This dude did this whole story about how he worked as a restaurant manager for years mm-hmm. and, you know, stole money sure. from the restaurant by like, you know, zeroing out like cash outs or something like that. Sure. To enough to where he could, you know, his heart was in the right place. He bought his disabled mom a house. Sure. Um, and all that stuff and people were just like yo you need to delete this right now because there's a lot of specific information yeah. here people can put like two and two together also like the fact that he goes into talking about how like the how irs never like caught oh. on to like shit and it's like <laughs> dude stop yeah yeah that's <laughs> like, why it's already too late but you need to fucking delete this post that's why you either need to get real real vague or you need to wait like years and years and years and years and you know after it happened (laughs) dude like oh my god the top comment was just like yo you should have never told anybody this ever Mm. you know what that ties into the movie that we're gonna watch uh, oh really getting out of of uh difficult situations before i reveal the the movie um, let me ask you a question do you like magic the gathering no like <laughs> like magic like uh um i mean you know when i was a little kid i always really liked when the little magic shows would come on tv i don't remember magic I, shows coming on you, tv it, was this like public this access is, yeah this is like a local tv thing oh. but yeah dude like every now and then you'd have magicians they would just show like a magician just like stage show i guess That's like cool. that. uh, no i don't i genuinely don't uh, remember that i remember and then you know there was the whole like they'd come to school Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say, then there was the whole, like, the the secrets revealed and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, with the, the masked magician. Yeah. yeah, there was that show. Sure. That was like, yo, we're going to tell you everything. And 
they were just like, the magicians are going to come and kill this man if we don't <laughs> put a mask on him. Yeah, I remember that show. I also remember, what was the show where up-and-coming magicians had to impress the like the old-timer magician? Was it a Penn and Teller Yeah, thing? that was Penn and Teller. It wasn't bullshit. It no, was, it wasn't bullshit. Uh, fuck. Like, I've seen clips from that show, too. Is it like fool us? Sure, I don't know. I don't even remember the name. I didn't. I didn't even remember it. I didn't tell her in it. Seconds, but yeah, like I actually, I've seen a couple of things from those. Yeah, it's just called fool us. Okay, well, how about that? They win if Penn and Teller like don't know how they they did it. They can't figure out how the fuck they did that shit. What was your okay? All right, did you ever? (laughs) Did you ever watch a Mind Freak? Mm, I think I caught an episode or two. I don't think I ever watched any of that shit. That came on like... It was like HBO or something like oh, that, was wasn't it? it? Or I like Cinemax? It, I thought it came on Channel 9. Like I don't know what du- the hell Channel 9 is. Like uh, <laughs> the WB. I thought it came on the WB. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Chris uh, Angel, mind freak. Yeah, look up where that came on. I Something, something came on WB. And some stupid like... Showed on A and E and USA. Okay, all right, all right, USA. That's a low in the numbers channel, I think. I don't know, dude. <laughs> all right, all, all you're the this... one with a weird, not a weird TV, but a TV that like weird TV got like old cable where it didn't have a set top box and you just had to flip channels. What so. are, you, are you talking about? Me? Yeah, you. Like, that was very specific to you because that was, like, old-timey cable. Oh, yeah, the TV that just had the, the row yeah. of buttons down the... Well, also just, like, okay, we're going to channel 86. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're very young, maybe you will find this amusing, or maybe it'll make me sound like I'm 70 years old, but I grew up with one of our TVs. It wasn't the main TV of the house, but one of our TVs was, yes, it was in black and white, and it didn't have a remote, but rather... Off to the side, kind of where the speaker was, there was this little column of buttons, and each one had a number on it. So it was like 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and then it started getting real sporadic, like 13, 27, 33, you know, and... That's weird that it got really specific with numbers. Yeah, I have no idea if, like, my parents programmed them in, or... Were they written or did the, like, no, the they were, they were, were like they weren't written. They engraved. were like designed. Maybe maybe they like popped the cap off and like put a little like piece of paper under. I have no idea. But it was, you yeah. know, okay, I want to watch WB33. I'm going to hit the 33 button. Now I'm going to watch Nickelodeon and Nickelodeon was channel 27. I'm going to hit the 27 button. This was all in black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but That's still crazy that it's just like very specifically yeah, those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it couldn't, the buttons were big enough. It could not hold like a hundred channels. It was maybe 20 channels. It was the first 10 and then the second half were all just, just sporadic. I don't know. Love that TV. Miss it. Oh, CRTs are great. Anyway, we are so far afield. Let me show you. <laughs> Uh, what we're watching, and then you'll understand why I asked about magic. Boop. What are we watching, Jeff? We're watching Houdini. That's right. We're watching Houdini. Houdini. The anime. How, the little, how <laughs> little Harry became the great Houdini. That's right. That's the um subtitle or tagline. So I know two things about this movie. I know that it came out in 2015. 
and I believe it is from France. Okay. Oh, and also this is on Hoopla. 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 All right, so imagine like a poster, like an old-timey poster for like, yo, check it out. Houdini's coming. Like Houdini, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then you have like this Animu fucking kid. Yep. Holding a card. Yep. Between his two fingers like he's Gambit or something. Or like he's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Like he's Yugi. Yeah, he's going to heart of the cards that shit. He's kind of small, but he's wearing like a suit and tie. Yeah. Above him, there's like various magical things like cards. There's a lock with a key in it. Oh, yep. There's, there's a bunny. Rope. There's a bunny. Yeah, the, the poster looks like we're looking at a desk with a bunch of things strewn on it. And the biggest thing is a poster for Houdini. 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 And yeah, this kid is extremely anime looking. I'm kind of getting... Like, the first thing that comes to my mind is Detective Conan. He doesn't look like Detective Conan at all. Yeah. But imagine... Imagine Detective Conan, but not him. Yeah, yeah, imagine, (laughs) like, a a little boy wearing Detective Conan-style garb, but his hair screams... Oh, man. I don't even know what this hair... Like it's it's really evocative of something and it's it's escaping me, but it kind of reminds me of like an Osamu Tezuka movie. He's he's almost got this like Astro Boy or like Metropolis look about yeah. him. Yeah, and then the tagline says how little Harry became the great Houdini. Houdini. So I don't really think we need to go hardcore on what we think this movie's about. I think this movie's about Harry Houdini. No, dude. It's about Harry Potter. Oh shit. Wow. That's Harry Potter. Wow. You can't see his scar because of oh, hair. Oh, damn. No, I thought he wore glasses. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he cast eyeballs correctimus. He cast, don't fucking worry about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is probably going to be about fucking Harry Houdini learning how to be a great stage magician. Do you think this is going to be one of those movies where it's like... <clears throat> No, dude, Harry Houdini actually knew dark magics. What are you laughing about? I can't think about Harry Potter anymore without thinking of no! fucking Giuseppe Stromboli. <laughs> Stupid. In his briefcase of meatballs. Answer my damn question. Remember how Howard Lovecraft was like, no, when little Lovecraft was a boy, he actually met Cthulhu. Yeah, Dog. it was real. Yeah, I'm saying, do you think this is going to be one of those things? Like, he learns how to be a stage magician, but in doing so, unlocks dark magics or and s- forbidden arcana. Or sells his soul. Sells his soul. Yeah, you think it's going to be like that? Yeah, totally. It looks a little too smiley for that. Hey, man. Everyone's got secrets. Ooh. So what do you know? Do you know anything about Houdini? Because I'll be um, real, I don't. <laughs> so I know that, you know, he did all his, like, escape things. Sure. And I do believe what killed him was... Did he biff it? Did he biff no, and escape? No, he didn't biff and escape. It was so stupid. He was betting his friend that he could take any punch. And I think he took the punch bad yeah like he didn't flex when he was supposed to or something like that and i believe it ruptured his appendix (laughs) 
Okay, I don't mean to laugh. (laughs) And I think he like went on to do his show and then just like, you know. Keeled over? I don't know if he keeled over in the middle of the show, but like he was fucking not doing great. Oh, okay. Well, so when you said he took the punch bad, I thought it was going to be one of those stories of like somebody punched him in the exact sweet spot of the heart or like broke his solar plexus or something. No, just the appendix. Appendix is so much stupider. It's a sack full of poison. Oh, yeah. No, 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 yeah, no. No, I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just saying that that story is so. Yeah. No, you're right. That is kind of a. <laughs> that's kind of a bummer way to die. Yeah. For like. For the. For, for Houdini. The great Houdini. Okay. Well, what else do you know about Harry Houdini? Do you know. Okay. Here's what I know about Harry Houdini. He was a dude. He would like lock himself up and like throw himself in like things of water and be like i'm going to escape and then he did i really don't know a lot about houdini uh that's kind of the majority of it yeah right it's just like he was just an escape artist let's take some more predictions on this movie cute animal sidekick yay or nay like maybe a rabbit or like a dove that lives in his hat it's probably a dove okay all right cool 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 follow-up question can that dove talk only to houdini Ooh, okay all right oh and that's how he does his magic yeah he's on it's there it's all the dove and it's a very ben and me situation yes oh my god and the dove is like bro, bro, hey your friend picked the two of hearts bro, bro, bro. and he's bro. just like oh, okay cool cool i bet you picked the two of hearts and his friend's like no way no way yeah holy shit wow we just he's we, a witch burn him we wrote a movie a movie about houdini hey who was houdini french is that why the French are making this Houdini movie? He's Hungarian-born. Hungarian. Hung- Hungarian-born American. So not French at all. Okay. Well, nope. that's all right. He was born in Budapest. Good. Cool. Budapest. All right. Let's see. Another prediction. I predict this movie is not going to have any songs in it. <laughs> probably not. Uh, not like singy songs. No, probably not singy songs. There'll be a lot of background music, but oh, not of course, like... Yeah. It better be fucking background music. Yeah, it's not going to be like uh, Adventures of Br'er Rabbit or nothing. No. Do you have any predictions? My prediction is he's going to be, he just has this vibe about him that, like you said, the Detective Conan, he has like a crime solver's vibe. Yes. So I think maybe he's going to like solve, solve some crime. crimes ooh, ooh, with wait. or without magic. Do you think he's going to solve a crime or do you think he's going to? commit a crime i don't think he's gonna commit a crime you think he's gonna solve, I think a crime. He's gonna solve a crime what if he gets pinned for a crime that he didn't commit and then he has to solve it Shit. so it's like the best of both worlds could be yeah all right i will watch that i mean y'all i don't know this cover looks nice i'm not trying to judge a movie by its cover but i look at this cover and i'm like yeah this is gonna be probably be pretty good based on this cover i'm saying like I'm thinking it's going to be like a number four or five. See, I was going to say six or seven. It sounds like we got high hopes for this Houdini. Yep. I uh, mean, here's the thing. What? Kind of biased because it's French. And French are typically have like good animation. Oh, yeah. The French. Well, I don't want to say like all French because sure. hashtag not all French. But <laughs> there is some extremely good animation that comes out of France. So, all right. You ready to go watch some Houdini? Yep. All right, cool. Alakazam, poof, we're gone.
This is Harry. You know the young magician. To learn magic, you have to work a lot and hard at it. You're not quite ready for the competition. But lessons start here at 7 a.m. sharp. It's so hard. I'm not getting it at all. This is how it's done. It's crazy how any hayseed with a deck of cards can call himself a magician. Harry! Where are you going? It's going to be tough for a young boy like yourself. I'll never be able to do it. If you want to beat Jeffrey, this is what you need. All right, we're back. And Jeff, what did we watch? Houdini. Houdini. That's right, we did. Where do we begin? We begin with a monkey. Yes. <laughs> the story of Houdini, of course, begins with a monkey. With a monkey. And he's just like, I remember me. <laughs> That's right. Not just any monkey. A pepper mache music box in the shape of a barrel organ featuring a monkey wearing Persian robes holding two cups. Lot 664. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> we get a voiceover telling us that this mysterious voice owes it all to Archibald, this monkey that would, you know, a, a cup would cover a ball and then the monkey would lift up another cup and the ball would be there and whoa, how did the ball move? I can't believe it. Anyway, you don't have to worry about any of this because it won't matter yeah, until it's... the very, very, very end of the movie. Yeah. It's snowing in Appleton. I think they said Wisconsin. Oh, did they say it's actually? I swear they said Wisconsin. I, either way, the, the good town of Appleton, it's snowing. And we see a young boy named Harry. And he's putting on a magic show for his ma, his pa, and some local. And strange man. Yeah, local old man. Local coot. Local coot. Mm-hmm. Rawr. I uh, like turkey. He performs his show, and of course, his parents are like, yay, you did Dude, it. Dude, he has the most supportive parents ever. He really does. He genuinely, <laughs> genuinely just does. Like, I wrote down, I was like, holy shit, Harry has the most, like, super supportive. Yeah. So his parents are lavishing him with praise, and he's like, yeah, no thanks. I'm, yeah, I guess I did good, but... I just, all I want is to perform in front of a real audience. and Eat it, mom and dad and strange man. <laughs> yeah. And then Harry's dad pulls out a flyer from, I guess, the main square. And he's like, well, hey, look at this. This just got posted. They are having a magic competition in uh, New York City. And New York. That's right. New York City. Um, you can be Harry Houdini. <laughs> spoilers. No, we don't know who this is. This is just this is <laughs> Harry. I think they call him. His last name is Weiss. Yeah. Harry Weiss. Harry Weiss. You better wise up, Harry Weiss. So, <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. You're not, you're not going to get through this fucking movie. No. I'm just here to... Yank the rope left Jabber. and then right. Okay, no. His dad says, hey, in New York City, they're having a magic competition, and the winner will get to put on a magic show for the grand opening of the Statue of Liberty. Isn't that amazing? And he's just like, holy shit, this is amazing. Oh, wait. Oh, man. And he looks at the fine print of the flyer, and it says, you must be entered by 
by you must be vouched for by a real magician. They won't let any old podunk magic man yeah. off the street come be licensed and bored. Yeah. So And what this tells us with the whole Well, maybe not. Never mind. What? I was gonna make a joke, but then that was the wrong building. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that like by this taking place before the unveiling of the Statue of Liberty, then we have cemented that this movie takes place before James and the Giant Peach. Sure. But they didn't land on the Statue of Liberty. I think they landed on like the Chrysler building. I've never or the Empire State I've never building. finished James and the Giant Peach. I've gotten through like half of that movie and then pretty much like Jack Skellington shows up and I'm like, yeah. all right, bye. <laughs> um, I've had <laughs> Shit's enough of getting this. weird. Yeah. You were live action and now you're like weird little critters and I don't know about any of this. Anyway, so Harry is defeated. Wah, boo, 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 boo. About a week passes, and Harry's minding in his own business, and all of a sudden, his dad pretty much kicks down the door to his room, and he's like, oh my gosh, Harry. He's like, hey, Harry. You will not believe it. Holy shit, you need to go to the town square right now, to the big hotel. And Harry's like, why? And his dad is like, because there is a, an honest-to-goodness magician waiting for his train in the hotel i just saw him i was on my way to the market i mentioned your name he said if you get over there right now and do a trick for him he might he might vouch for you and harry's like oh shit and zooms off so uh this isn't any magician this is tesla the great magician yeah like so you know he's that guy that electricity yeah cars he's the, yeah he's the electric guy but in this movie he's also a magic man i actually i don't know anything about fucking tesla other than some hydroelectricity nonsense maybe he was a magic man for a while i don't know he killed an elephant didn't he no that was edison uh, okay <laughs> i know one of them killed the damn elephant yeah because edison was trying to be all like oh look ac is safe it's like ac is not safe yeah dc is way more safe than ac <laughs> sorry dude there was a whole Bob's Burgers episode about it. <laughs> Great. So uh, Harry goes to Tesla's hotel room, and Tesla's like, okay, well, like I said, I got a train to catch. Kind of busy, but do your do your little trick. So Harry tries to perform his trick, but oh my gosh, he's getting interrupted left and right. First, Tesla's niece barges in. Her name is Beth. And she's like, I can't believe it. We're in Wisconsin. I saw a cow. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. A cow. She's amazed. Uh, also, there's a bird. Shush it, bird. Bird. Do you want me to go out there and chase it away? Ah! No, don't chase the bird. Where is he? Where's that squawky asshole? He's so loud. <laughs> Good. Bye. That's him or that's another bird answering him. Bye, bird. Bye, bird. Speaking of distractions, uh, Beth is, is amazed by all the cows. Meanwhile, Tesla's robot butler, Omrold, is making cookies. Harry keeps trying to perform this trick, you know, all magic tricks. There's a bit of setup, a bit of like, oh, look at this thing that I'm holding. Ooh. He keeps trying to do all that, but Beth Beth is just amazed by cows, 
and Omrol is like, oh, the new cookies are done. Hell yeah, All the new cookies are done. Dude, I want a fucking robot that just makes cookies. I know. He's just a cookie-making robot. He he tries to do his little, like, was this your card trick? And Tesla's like, that's it? That's your that's your trick? This is the most, like, basic trick in the world. I don't know, dude. I, I can't enter you in this contest. You did, like, a crap trick. And Harry's just, like, he's super upset. He finally says, wait, 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 no, no, no. I can do one more. And he grabs one of Omrold's cookies and makes it disappear. Whoa. And... And Omrold is not pleased and is, content, is like freaking out more and more as his cookies keep disappearing. Omrold is having a fit. Yeah, Harry takes all three <laughs> of the cookies that came out and he, he does this thing where he holds the cookie in front of Omrold's eyes and kind of waves it up and down and then it disappears. And every single time, Omrold has a, a bigger conniption fit. Yeah, he's just like, oh my God, where did the cookie go? <laughs> yeah, it turns out that uh harry was was tossing the cookies over his head but yeah you know it's magic he, yeah because he uses the disadvantage of armold's hat to yeah. break his line of sight yeah so it's just like he knows he can't see above this point so yeah. it's just like pfft. so tesla sees this and he's like wow see that that's a good trick I mean, it's it's super basic what you did, but you thought on your feet. You showed the the concept of uh, conditioning. Is, conditioning, thank you. Even though it was a super basic trick, like you clearly know what it's like to be a magician. I am going to train you. You did it, Harry. Yeah. You're a magic man. You're a magician, Harry. You're a magician, Harry. <laughs> yep. So, dear readers, dear reader, we now cut. To New York in okay, what year is this taking place? Like the tens, the twenties? I don't know. When did Harry Houdini live? Uh, help me Google. They had trains, but I don't remember. Oh, they had cars, so it had to be he like was, had to be like the teens. If this is following the same timeline, he was born in eighteen seventy four, so this would have been like the eighteen eighties. Okay, well, whatever. Maybe eighteen nineties. Maybe they were in a carriage. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. So Harry's parents are like, okay, cool. I guess you're going to like, you're going to go live with, with Tesla for a while. Have fun. We still Have support you. Have fun living you. with a strange man. Yeah. So they go to Tesla's place and Beth and Tesla kind of give him a, a quick tour of the house. He has his own stage for performing and kind of test running tricks Performing and perfecting. Oh, thank you. That's an even better way of saying it. We we see Omrold's little place where he likes to make cookies. We see Beth's room. We see weird tubes everywhere. Tesla's got this like series of tubes that he can... Yeah, test tubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he calls them. Does he? No. Oh. But he should. He should. It's like a giant dumbwaiter, but the entire house where he can just throw... Yeah, it's uh, all pneumatic tubes. Yeah, he just throws Harry's briefcase in there and is like, no, 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 don't worry about it. It's it's just got dropped off in your room. This is also the part of the movie where we learn that Beth is really big into feng shui. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> they go into, into Harry's new room and Beth is like, yeah, no, we have to put... The if the if the sun rises in the east, then your bed has to be facing this way. Do 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 do. They totally which she's fucking up because she has the bed that is within like sight distance of the door. It's like you're not supposed to have the bed in the same like 
uh, not parallel, but Why? perpendicular to door. It's something about bad energy is able to like easily flow through the door into the bed while you're sleeping. Um, I don't know why I remember why that. Why do you know that? Is this from Animal Crossing? No. That's the only thing I know feng shui from. No, I've for some reason I looked up feng shui at some point and I don't remember why. All right, cool, good. But yeah, you're not supposed to have the door within. You can't. You shouldn't be able to like see the door from the bed or something like that. So like, no, that's fucking ours are, Ours is fucked right now. No, okay, because time out. we would have to move our bed underneath the window. But you're also not supposed to have like a window. I think. No, 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 no. Time the fuck out. So when you're on the bed, you're not supposed to be able to see the door. Fuck off, dude. Like everyone's room, you can see the door from your bed. It's Unless you have a giganto room or a room that's like weirdly L-shaped. Like okay. that's not going to work. In the practice of feng shui, it is considered bad energy flow when doors are directly aligned within the house. Uh, oh, this is all about the house. I was Duh. looking for a bedroom. But it's it's same same concept with the bed. It's like... You shouldn't have it directly in whatever. All right, fine. Well, Harry is going to get a fucking truckload of bad energy. Oh, I hope I hope the movie is all right. I'm just looking up feng shui now. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> the flow of chi. Nope, there's no chi here. Just mm. cookies. This is also where I noticed in the movie... There's some really nice hand-drawn backgrounds. Yeah, there's just a lot of like really nice looking stuff in this movie, but we'll we'll save it. We'll save it. So it's time for Harry to go downstairs to Tesla's practice stage and learn his very, very first trick. This trick involves having a person pick a random card out of a deck, writing their name on it, and then when you throw the deck at this this hanging glass frame, the card will appear yeah in, in between the two panes of glass now we learn this trick is done by distracting you with your hand towards the glass but little does the audience know that you are actually sticking the the card inside this mechanism in the frame it's it's all it's all very you know very sleight of hand yeah very misdirectiony yeah it, i mean it was pretty cool like I don't know if that's a real trick, but it was it was neat. If it is, now we know how it's done. Yeah, now I know how to do it. So we get a brief montage of Harry trying to do this trick. He he immediately biffs it. He's super bad at it. Uh, and we see Tesla showing Harry that like, oh, Harry must learn to dance. He needs to like be very fluid with his motions if he wants to, uh, you know, perfect his sleight of hand. Yeah. We get more shots of harry and beth so beth really likes to crawl through these giant pipes that are inside the house yeah she likes to explore them all also she has an original character do not steal of like beth the explorer and beth likes to narrate out loud her adventures as beth the explorer and she will say stuff like Beth and her fearless sidekick Harry were combing the depths of the secret tunnels when suddenly, I don't know, it's a little weird, but I also feel bad for Beth because there's not really a whole lot for her to do. Yeah. So why not make your own original character, you know? Um, That's where I, I like tuned out here for a minute because all of a sudden they were like, they're in a sewer full of robots. Yes, yes. The 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 magic bit is very briefly put on hold as they wander through these pipes and they are dumped out 
into this secret room in the house. They have no idea how they got in there, but they're looking around and it's filled with these like robots and like clockwork creatures and blinky glowy things. And finally we see on this desk, a book opened and it's Tesla's notes. It's all of his notes for all of his inventions and all of his crazy, crazy shit. Harry takes one look at this and he's like, holy shit, dude, if I could use some of these inventions in my magic act, I would be so good. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even have to work on this stupid card window pane thing. I would be Mm -hmm. cool as crutch. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, so out of nowhere, Tesla pops up and he's like, what are you guys doing in my lab? Like, this is not cool of you. He's like, Harry. Get out of my lab. You got to say laboratory. Get out of my laboratory. There it is. And yeah, yeah. So Harry's just like, no, wait, but like, let me use one of these. It's so cool. And that's when Tesla tells us the story of his old friend, Friedrich. He had a friend named Friedrich who could have been an amazing magician. He was, I mean, he was already an amazing magician, but he could have been like the top in the, in the land. But one day... I was going to say, he got obsessed with technology. He did. One day, he was like, uh, Tesla, let me borrow one of your crazy like Tesla coils. And Tesla was like, well, all right. I don't think you need it, but you can if you want. And he started relying on that to do his tricks. And one day, he didn't really know how to operate it, and it straight up exploded and like... Burned down a fucking theater. Yeah, burned down a whole theater. And no one's seen him ever since. Yeah. What? I was going to say, you know what other theater got burned down? No. (laughs) No, I don't. What? Ding. Ding. Uh So it's the next day. And Harry and Beth are walking to the market, just grabbing some groceries, when... They see two bumbling dudes looking at a map. They have no idea where they are. And uh, they're like, hey, do you know where the theater is? And Harry's like, yeah, it's like right across the street. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. We're the we're the managers of this theater. Uh, Bysky's Jeff's just giving me a look. Can't. I can't. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you got two managers of a theater. Uh-huh. One is tall and skinny and the other one's, one's a little short, and, short and chunky you got a clockwork monkey you got a clockwork monkey you got a strange masked man coming up that we haven't oh, really shit. I like, didn't even got think into about that. yet fuck me. and it's just like you got mm, there's gotta be one more thing you have a lady <laughs> i don't know no i guess that's all there is the the managers say, well, hey, thanks for showing us to where the theater is. Man, we're the managers. You'd think we would know where it is, but oopsie doopsies. Hey, why don't you go take in a show on us? And, we'll you know, give you be- box five. No. Box five. <laughs> box five. <laughs> Beth is like, uh, we got groceries to get. And Harry's like, no, come on. It'll be cool. And that's when Harry sees what is playing in the theater. The amazing Jeffrey. That's right. The amazing Jeffrey slash Jeffrey the Magnificent. He has two different <laughs> names in this movie. Slash Draco Malfoy. Yes. It is this tall, skinny 
blonde kid who thinks he's Has hot a superiority shit, complex. Who legit says, like, wait until my father hears about this. Yeah. He's he's about the same age as Harry. <laughs> it's, man, oh, man. We've got Fam of the Opera, fucking Giuseppe Stromboli all no. up in this shit. <laughs> no. Yes, they go see Jeffrey the Magnificent. So Jeffrey's thing is that he really likes to like do stuff with orbs. Yeah. He has this orb, and then poof, he turns it into a flower, and then poof, it catches on fire, and he like lunges it out into the audience. And it's like, whoa, whoa. It's, we got orbs. Yeah, we got orbs. They stay after Jeffrey's show is all done, and Harry's just like, wow, you're really, really good. You know, I'm a magician too. And Jeffrey's like, uh, no, like, you're not. Oh, really? You're some rinky-dink little farmer. Do you really think that you're going to be in the magic competition? Because you might as well quit because I'm hot shit. I've got yeah. orbs. What do you he, have? He was all like, scared, Weiss. And fucking Harry was Stop. like, Stop. You wish. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, get kicked off this podcast. You are. I'll just... I just get edited out, and it's just you <laughs> reacting to nothing. It's, it's, it's like I got banned in Twitch, yeah. so all my shit just disappears. It's pure silence, and then you get me saying, uh-huh, yeah, that's right. No, yep. I, that's what I think. <sighs> no, 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 no. So it's the evening. They stayed out all day watching the amazing fucking Jeffrey. The amazing Jeffrey. They come home, and Tesla is pissed. Tesla's like, where were you guys? I was, like, looking all over the place for you. I mean, I wasn't. I was sitting in here kicking it with Omrold, but I didn't know where you were. And they're like, oh, we went over to the theater next door. We wanted to see the amazing Jeffrey. He's really, really good. You know, I, I, I don't know if I'll ever be as good as him. Maybe I would be with some of your, like, magic shit. And Tesla's like, Harry, look. If you're going to keep bullshitting like this, I'm going to send you back to shitty Wisconsin. You need to, like, really, really, really practice. Like, come on. It's do or die time. And that's where we get another montage of Harry. He's getting better. He's trying to, to flip out his cards. but he, He's trying to learn how to throw an entire deck. Yeah, but he biffs it every single time. Yeah. Um, it has to go, like, a certain distance, and he can't, yeah, it he does. can't get that distance. Yeah, I will throw these cards. What is it with you they today? They will go the distance. Oh my goodness. I will beat the odds. If I can be strong. I know every mile will be worth my while. No. Okay. So Harry is trying and getting really frustrated. There's a there's a brief moment where Beth is like, hey, uh, you want to go see the amazing Jeffrey again? And Harry's just like, no, I don't want to see that guy ever again. I got shit to do, Beth. Yeah, I'm fucking, this is important. Yeah, and she's just like, okay, well, bye forever, I guess. Bye, a jerk. dude. Yeah, right about here, we are introduced to a new character named Sinart. Sinart. Or Sinhart. I don't know how you really pronounce it. I don't know. It. He, Jeff, describes Sinart. So Sinart is a dude that is, you know, he's just kind of wearing a suit, but he also has a cape. Yes. And then he's wearing like a dome. Yes. And you can't see his face. Yes. But there's like a slit in the middle of it, but it's like yeah. a vertical slit. I think it's like so you can breathe and see. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, this is when I wrote down, I was just like, I bet that dude is the dude from the story. Sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> this is when I wrote down, 
what is this Red Hood looking motherfucker? Yeah. Because if you've ever read the uh, Batman story, was it the Tale of the Red Hood or something like something that? Something of the Red Hood. He just just looks a lot like that. I think he's in the Killing Joke as well. Probably. The Red Hood is kind of like Guy Fox. It's just like whoever at that point has the Puts Red on Hood. The, yeah. yeah. Hockey pads. What? I'm not wearing hockey pads. Oh. <laughs> So Harry feels bad for kind of blowing up at Beth and he goes up to the roof of the building where she's drawing her her little OC and he's just like, look, I'm really sorry. And she's like, no, I get it, dude. You're under a lot of shit. It's it's fine. And he's just like, I don't feel like I can get this trick. And even when I get it, big deal. Now I know this trick. I just feel like I need more to it. I feel like I need some oomph. So some flash and pizzazz. Yeah. So. They sit there and brainstorm a little about how to make the trick extra special. Yeah, make it his own. Yeah. The very next day, Harry calls Beth, Omrold, and Tesla to the practice stage, and he starts doing the trick. He's getting everyone's attention to the pain while he loads the card into the little mechanism at the bottom of the frame, and he steps back, and the, the card falls right out of the frame. And Tesla's like, hey, Harry, hold up, hold up, stop everything. Your card fell out. And so Harry gets really, really, really distraught. And he's like, God, I thought I could do this, but I just can't. I can't believe it's, you know, I I was having the hardest time flipping these cards. Now I can't even load the damn thing into the mechanism. I'm a failure. Ugh. And he throws the cards, but y'all... He did the trick. It was all an act. Ooh, it was misdirection. He whips the cards out to the pane. The card that Tesla wrote his name on is in between the two pieces of glass. Omrold and Tesla cannot believe it. Whoa. And that's where Harry says- They got godded. He did get got because he's like, no, dude, the one falling out, that was a trick to make you think I couldn't do it. And that's- Intentional failure. Tesla does not say a word. He stands up and he walks out the door. And Harry's like, oh, I didn't mean to make you mad. Like, I thought I did it. What What are you doing? And Tesla's like, I better hurry. The place that takes the signups for the magic competition closes any minute now. Harry has been entered into the magic competition. Hoorah. Huzzah. Hooray. Yeah. We now get this this very brief scene of the stage managers talking to Sinhart and they keep mentioning Harry. What's all this about? I don't know. So the next day, Harry's talking to Tesla and Harry's like, yeah, so I'm going to do the card trick for the magic competition, right? And Tesla's like, no, I taught you how to do that just as like a basic trick. You got to come up with your own trick for the magic show. And so now Harry and Beth are kicking it outside trying to think of what harry should do harry mentions that that same little music box monkey that we saw earlier he's had this little monkey for years he loves it he says that like he used to wind it up and watch it all the time he would watch the monkey lift up the cup and the ball was in his the the cup in his left hand and then he'd lower the cup in his right hand and raise the cup and then the ball would be there i know Harry's like, I really want to do a, uh, what does he say, uh, a transposition? Yeah. Tra- teleportation? I don't know. <laughs> he wants to make one thing appear, you know, and Beth is trying to give him suggestions of what he could make appear, 
and just nothing's sticking, nothing's working. And finally, Harry mentions like, well, you know, when I was at home, I would do this little thing with the rabbits because they were the only people that would watch other than my mom and dad. And Beth's like, oh, shit, that's it. The rabbits. You're a farm boy. You should do a thing with rabbits. And this was kind of annoying because we never got to see what Tricky came up with with the rabbits. There's like a quick flash or whatever, and it's like him bowing to a bunch of bunnies and whatnot and tesla's all like that was so good that trick is like you and i'm like what trick oh yeah you didn't see it no 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 you gotta save that i want to see the trick see this part reminded me of like when you're watching a prequel of something and it's like huh huh that's how that happened you know like when you're watching like star wars episode one or something and it's like oh that's why that's a thing. That's why the stormtrooper bonked his head. Yeah, and it's just like, that's just what reminded me of like, <gasps> that's why magicians and rabbits and pulling rabbits out of hats. Oh, I didn't even get that vibe oh, from it. Oh, that's what I, I was thought. I like, oh, rabbits. I thought that's what they were going for. But also, as I've mentioned, I don't know a whole lot about Houdini. Did he start the pulling a rabbit out of a hat thing? I, thought, I don't know. I just know him more of as an escape artist. Yeah, I thought his whole shit was like, I'm going to lock myself in a coffin and get out. Yeah, or like a tank of water. Yeah. Harry is wandering around town. I guess he's trying to find rabbits or something. When the two stage managers show up and they're like, Harry, you're not going to believe it. We've got this like cool surprise for you. You got to get in this car. And Harry, because this is the 1910s or whatever, and he doesn't know about stranger danger, totally does. They take him to Sinart's house and just kind of drop him off there. Harry's wandering the halls of Sinart's house, and he's like, oh, that's weird. You sure do have a lot of pictures on the wall about, like, terrible explosion at and the theater. Friedrich. And, yeah, Friedrich was nowhere to be found. All these newspaper clippings about this terrible, terrible incident. Boy, that's weird. Sinart shows up, and he says... Harry, you're really, really good, but nothing personal, but Jeffrey is so much better than you. Wouldn't you like to have a little extra advantage? And Harry's like, I don't know, dude. I've got this cool rabbit trick. And he's like, no, 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 no. Your rabbit trick sucks. You should take- I saw your rabbit trick. It's not that great. That's not going to play. Maybe that works in the sticks, but it's not going to work here in New York City. So what I need you to do- is take this giant box. This will have you win for sure. And Harry's like, okay, well, I guess. I mean, I really do want to win. And Sinart's like, hell yeah. So let's go drop this off at your place. Before you know it, it is time for the magic competition, y'all. We see a bunch of magicians try their stuff and immediately get, like, kicked out. We see Jeffrey. He's got his, like, flaming orbs again. It's all very impressive. Bunch of Um, florbs. Yeah, he's got a bunch of florbs. And now it's Harry's turn. Harry wheels this giant fucking box on stage, and he kind of opens it up, and it's this, like... You know, like a magician's box that somebody yeah, gets like into. Yeah, it's a coffin-esque thing. Yeah, it's like a coffin. It's like this horizontal coffin. And then there's these two electric things on the side, which the are- little Tesla coils. Yeah, they are Tesla coils. And they're also mostly for show. They don't do a whole No, they're just there lot. to be, like, flashy. Yeah. So, Harry gets into the box, 
and then the box splits in two, and then the two boxes split in two themselves, and now, and then they split up. And they're splitting in half because like giant buzzsaws are coming out and cutting everything. Yeah, yeah. There's buzz. So (laughs) there's buzzsaws. There's a box being split into like eight pieces at the end. There's there's electro lasers shooting all over the place. This is a big flashy fucking. uh, Yeah, and I was just like, this this trick is all like Harry jumps out at the end unharmed, and it's Mm -hmm. like ta da, and I'm just like. This trick is all flash, and the machines did all the work. Yeah, totally, like, totally, it's totally. Bare, it's not even really magic. Yeah, but of course the audience loves it because it's shiny. <laughs> and as soon as he comes out and says, ta-da, the mayor, who was the uh, the judge of the magic competition, is like, oh, well, here's the winner. Harry is elated. He's in a packed theater and everyone is cheering for him it's his dream but he looks out right front row center beth and tesla are not there they're pieced he is crushed omrold takes him home and he's like omrold i don't i don't get it dude what happened it was a it was a great trick and omrold's like yeah it was a great trick but the thing is it wasn't your trick you know omrold's there to fucking be like hey man yeah let me sit you down and tell you about life. Yeah. Armold says, you know, everybody's got to kind of find their own style. And this this trick just wasn't you. It was it was flashy and and like Jeff said, a bunch of talk, but not really not really a lot of trick. Yeah. And it was just kind of, you know, we, we just kind of wanted to see Harry's trick, you know, not flashy trick. Harry says, no, you're right. I'm never going to do the box trick ever again. At, at this point, I should mention he's he's at home. He's loading the weird coffin and all the like Tesla coils back into the crate when he notices there are breadcrumbs in that crate. Yeah. Well, they noticed that the thing wasn't fitting in the crate properly. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell? They see there's like breadcrumbs and shit, and they're like, what? And, and then there's a false door at the back. Yeah. Ooh. So it turns out one of those managers was in the crate the whole time. And when Harry and everybody went to the magic competition, he snuck out of the crate and went through Tesla's lab and took his notebook. Shit. Just like in Unicorn Adventure. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Tesla and Beth, who have not been seen up until this point, they went out to get something to eat. They're not really happy with Harry. They come home and they're like, oh my God, we've been burgled. And (laughs) they did get burgled. They did get burgled. So Harry is super distraught. He runs next door to the stage where Jeffrey's there practicing. And he's just like, Jeffrey, I can't believe it. Oh my God, we got burgled. I think it was those managers. Where are they? They should be here, right? They're the, they're the managers to this theater, right? And Jeffrey's like, yeah, uh, here's the thing. I've been here for a while. I have never seen these dudes until like the day you showed up with them, I don't like I don't know who they are. Yeah, and He's Jeffrey's like, I thought like, they were your dudes. Yeah, and Harry's just like, oh fuck. Harry knows where he's got to go. He and Omrold book it over to Sinarts, and using Omrold's like stretchy robo legs, they sneak into Sinarts' second floor window. Yeah, y'all, you're never gonna believe what I'm about to say. But Sinart is revealed to be Frederick. Holy shit. I know. Friedrich. Friedrich, my bad. Friedrich. This is where Friedrich 
decides to tell Harry his whole plan. He is pissed off at Tesla. He's pissed off at the world. And what he's going to do is on the day of the grand unveiling of the Statue of Liberty, he's going to use Tesla's notes because he knows that Tesla knows a thing or two about electricity and electromagnets and all this and that. He's going to use one of Tesla's machines and he is going to make the Statue of Liberty levitate. Ooh. Why is he doing this? For giggles? Just as a giant, so there. Yeah. Like, they don't... <laughs> like, at first... His motivation is not... I think he's just trying to be like, this is my next big trick. I guess. It just it just felt like, I'm going to make the statue float. It's like, okay. Yeah, Are man. you going to, like, walk off with it? Are you going to... No, he's just going to make it float. And everybody's going to be like, wow, this guy's the greatest magician in the world. Holy shit. I mean, okay. This I guy's guess. the next... David Copperfield. David Copperfield, yeah. Okay, so it's finally the day of the grand opening of the Statue of Liberty. Tesla is there, and he's just like, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, you have to stop this. Sinart slash Friedrich is up to something. He took my notes. You should, you should cancel this whole thing. And the mayor, just like a couple of shitty politicians I know right now, is like, what? No. We can't cancel everything. We have to keep going. This is yeah. making so much money. Holy shit. No, open it all up. Yeah, woo. Woo. Fuck it. And the mayor takes these handcuffs. He pulls handcuffs out of his pocket and handcuffs Tesla to this, like, railing. To be like, have fun. Yeah, Bye. he's like, there, now you can't bother me. Toodles. But uh, dick. jokes on the mayor because Tesla's a magician and he just whoosh escapes out of those as quickly as he can. Okay, I I I was looking down to write my notes and I didn't see how Harry and Omrold got captured. How did they get captured? Do you remember? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, because as far as I know, I think they were just captured at dudes like house. Oh, you think, oh, okay. Yeah, so they've been captured him. since then. All right, fair enough. So, yes, now Harry and Omrold are at the Statue of Liberty, but they're in this secret dungeon Yeah. <laughs> inside the base of the statue where Friedrich is getting all of his crazy electromagnetic wires all hooked up and everything. And they're... And Omrold's, like, freaking out about his creme brulee. Yes, Omrold is freaking out because I guess he left the oven on or something. Uh, meanwhile, like, my creme is probably burnt to a crisp by now. <laughs> yep. But Harry, hey y'all, this is Harry freaking Houdini. He knows how to get out of some some bondage, and he does. I guess somehow they they told the uh, the stage managers to go get cookies for Omrold. Yeah. So they come back and they're like, "Okay, we got you your cookies," and because they're not like dicks, they're just restraining them until after the trick is over. Yeah, yeah. These dudes, they aren't actively evil they're just working for a dude who's not i don't even know friedrich's actively evil he's just weird he's eccentric yeah he's just eccentric so they're like okay omrald we got you some cookies and while omrald is distracting him saying like no 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 no, i wanted white macadamia nut these are you know something something harry is grabbing the keys 
from the back pocket of one of the stage managers and uh, gets out of the jail cell that they're in. Now, out of nowhere, <laughs> Beth shows up. I don't remember how Beth shows up. She just kind of shows up. I think up. she saw the managers like go into that little like side area or something like that. Mm. Either way, they reconcile and then they team up with the amazing oh, Jeffrey. I know what? what it was. Yeah, it's, she saw like the amazing Jeffrey in the crowd and he was all like, hey, look, there's those manager guys. Like, yeah. they look busy and then they followed him. And oh, that's how yeah. they got in there. I do remember that. Yeah, they followed the managers. Okay, so now all the kids have teamed up. We got Harry. We got Beth. Kids we, versus adults. That's right. And we got the amazing Jeffrey slash Jeffrey the Magnificent. And they're like, we gotta stop Sinart. He is a bad dude. Meanwhile, in the uh, celebration zone celebration station in the celebration station someone is straight up reading the new colossus when <laughs> the mic cuts out and Sinart takes control and says everyone laughed at me but now i will show that i'm the greatest magician of all time and he electrifies the statue it- and his plan to turn all of the people into magicians just like himself so that everyone are <laughs> yes. magicians is complete. That's right. Um, so yes, the statue starts floating. Unfortunately, they need Tesla's notebook to disengage the machine because if they start pulling wires just all higgledy-piggledy, they could blow up everything. It needs to be shut down in a certain sequence. So the amazing Jeffrey distracts Sinart with his dumbass orbs <laughs> while Beth and Harry grab the book. They run off and kind of split up. Sinart sees this and chases after Harry. He chases Harry all the way up to the head of the Statue of Liberty. They are sitting on the statue's hair. And he's just like, kid, you got to give me that notebook. I need it. And he's like, all right, fine. Catch. He grabs the notebook and he starts flipping pages, y'all. One of the pages is missing. One of the pages is missing because Beth took the page with the shutdown instructions. Shit. She's back downstairs with the machine, and she starts- and Jeffrey. And the amazing Jeffrey, yes. And they start shutting down the machine. This causes the statue to stop levitating and- uh, Start boogieing. <laughs> no, it just sits there like a statue does. We see Sinart flying away on his, his airship with Tesla's notebook. He got the notebook. Damn it. I know. But at least he doesn't have the uh, the important page about how to make statues float. Yeah. So joke's on him. The, the next day, Harry's packing up his stuff, and he's just like, Tesla, look, this has been real, but... I failed you, I I didn't listen to you, I almost put all of New York in danger, I almost put Beth in danger and Jeffrey. I should go back to Wisconsin, sorry for wasting your time. And Tesla's like, nah, dude, you did a great job, even if you did, like, disobey me, I'm gonna keep training you. And we see our, our very, very, very last shot is Harry... It's kind of a fake out because you're just like, you see that monkey again. Yeah. And it's the same story. And you're just like, did this just loop on me? (laughs) You see, yeah, you see the exact same opening shot of the monkey very slowly doing his little cup and ball trick. 
and you hear the exact same voiceover of like, oh, this monkey was my inspiration, boobity 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 boo. But no, it's Harry telling the story to a sold out audience. You know, he's, he's telling the story about how this monkey's inspired him and now he's going to do a crazy trick and he, he takes this cloth and he whips it up in the air and disappears off the stage. But wait, no, now he's up there in the like fancy box part. How did he get there so fast? Sure. He's in box fucking five (laughs) and then whoosh. Now he's down on the stage again. I don't understand. How did that happen? Are there two Harry's? Once the magic show is all over, we see backstage that it was Beth dressed up like Harry wearing a wig. She had some polyjuice potion. Everybody's happy for Harry. His name is in lights. His name is in lights, but also it reads Houdini. Houdini. Because early, right before this, Tesla had said, man, we got to work on your name. I mean, nothing personal, but like Harry, kind of dull. He mentions his like, his senpai, his magic senpai Mm. was somebody named like something Houdin. And he's like, I've always really liked that name. Maybe you can do something with that. But yeah, no, we see Harry's name up in lights and it says Houdini. Harry Houdini. The end. (laughs) Who's ready for a compliment sandwich? I'm ready. All right, cool. If this is your very first episode, this is where we say one good thing and then one bad thing and then one more good thing about the movie that we just watched. And it sounds like Jeff's ready, so take it away, Jeff. Um, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but like everything looked really, really nice in this. It was... A nice callback to like traditional animation. Yeah. I don't know how old it is. 2014 or 2015. So, I mean, we weren't wrong in the whole like, it's probably going to look good because French. Yeah. I will say it does have this kind of low frame look to it. Yeah. But it's not done in a bad way. It's, it's kind intentional. Of, yeah. It's, it's very deliberate. I think this movie might have had a bit of a uh, budget thing. So I'm sure that was probably uh, helpful. Yeah. Less frames is less dollars. It really is. It really genuinely is. That's your first compliment? Yeah. My first compliment is probably, yeah, probably the same thing. It was, it looked really nice. You know, when we saw the cover, we were making fun of like, oh, Houdini the anime. And it's not entirely anime styled. It's anime-ish. It is definitely inspired by anime, but it's not, you know how it can be with some, sometimes when like Western studios try anime, it looks really bad. Yeah. But this, this wasn't the case. The backgrounds especially were very, very like warm. That's the best way I can describe the backgrounds is that everything was very warm and it just looked really pleasant. Maybe it was the time period, but everything really reminded me of like Professor Layton. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so what is your criticism? My criticism probably would be just how much story they tried to cram into an hour. It seemed like a lot of some of it was rushed because they were just like, shit, guys, we have 60 minutes. Go, 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 go. So that is actually, that is my exact same criticism is that sometimes when we're watching movies, it's like, fuck dude that was an hour and a half when it could have been easily 45 minutes yeah this like i wish we could have gotten just a little bit more time i think if this had been an hour and a half given things room to breathe it would have really helped so i was trying to look up information about this this movie and so i found a few articles 
saying that this was going to be a, a TV show. It was going to be a 26 episode series. And then I couldn't find like the opening of the show or the closing or anything like that. All I could find was this movie. I think maybe I couldn't find anywhere to confirm this, but I think maybe this was pitched as a show and didn't happen. So they pretty much took the major plot points of the show and turned it into one movie. Mm. So I think definitely if this had been like a show, it's like, oh, here's the episode where he meets Tesla. Here's the episode where he goes to New York for the first time. Here's the episode where we meet Jeffrey. Here's the filler episode about, I don't know, Beth's birthday or something. (laughs) Omrold needs to make the perfect cookie. Yeah, it just it just felt it felt really, 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 really fast. Like I was trying to take notes and like major plot points were happening while I was taking the notes. (laughs) And I wanted to pause, but I also didn't want to like ruin the flow of the movie. But uh, so now it is time for your second compliment. What do you Um, got? It's funny that you mentioned anime because watching this did feel like one of those old 90s dubbed animes. Oh. for better or for worse sure sure um you know voice acting isn't like super great no it's, um yeah mostly with harry's character i feel like harry's voice actor was kind of flat sure but uh yeah i don't know it just had that fun 90s dubbed anime field where it's just like we're saying words and sometimes the mouth flaps match and yeah. sometimes it seems like we're just trying to fill the flaps. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. not like in a bad way. It, no, it, it kind of had a nostalgic it's, feel. It's much better than uh, Return of the Dinosaurs, definitely. Yeah. Return of the Dinosaurs was some. Dinosaurs. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. My final compliment is I actually really did like the way that they described that trick i don't know anything about stage magic like not even the fucking slightest thing i don't hate it but i've also never been compelled to like watch how they do it you know yeah and it was it was really cool to learn about like the conditioning and this trick that may or may not exist about how like oh you know you distract them i mean i knew i knew that with a lot of tricks it's like oh distract them while you're secretly doing the thing but like the whole thing about the mechanism inside the the glass frame i don't know it just seemed pretty cool i'm not i'm not saying like yep i can go out and be a magician now i watched a 60 minute movie and now i'm the best but like it was it was cool you know it's cool yeah it's pretty cool okay so Let's move on to our MVPs. This is the character. We, we each have an MVP. And this is the character for us that just made the whole movie worthwhile. This is the, the character that every time we saw him, we were just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. This is great. Okay. Jeff, I have a hunch. I know who your MVP was. <laughs> I feel like we both maybe have the same MVP. We might. Um, who? Umrol. Yeah, it was Umrol. Umrol is a Starence. Starence. Yes. So I was just like, oh, I want one. Y'all, this is this little like square robot that has one eye and has this and is like- just as supportive as Harry's parents. And can make cookies. Yeah, he's and he's, is infinitely useful in every situation. His body is essentially like an easy bake oven. He makes cookies. This is the second time we've had our like helper robot MVP, <laughs> the butler robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Omrold was super. He's 
super nice and his the the style of that character reminded me of someone but i can't like all while we were watching the movie i was like god this reminds me of somebody but i couldn't quite pin down who maybe the robot from time squad but also maybe somebody else i don't know omrold is just a, a super cool little robot dude sure is yeah want one i know right Jamie. and now uh we don't have a song so we will do the ranking of the movies. Movies, 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 movies. This is going to be hard. Take a little looky-loo at this list and tell me. We're going right, to say. I think th- I have a number. You got a number? Yeah. Okay. I think I have a number as well. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Three. Two, one, go. Number 12. Number 8. Okay, okay. So tell me about 8. 8 is, you know, it wasn't a bad time. No, it wasn't. It's, you know, short enough to not be like a slog. Totally. But it was also short enough to have flaws. Sure, yeah. With the pacing. And I was just like, I don't know. You know, it was drawn and animated pretty well by my standards anyways sure and so it's like i thought it was a decent movie it's not great yeah it's not like fucking two or three or four or something like that but yeah okay i mean i'll be real with you i am totally okay with going higher uh (laughs) i put it at 12 the major knock i have against it is so 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 specific to me and that's that I was trying to take notes while this was on. And so you were missing a lot of shit. I was missing a lot of shit. And this movie really, really goes fast, especially at the end when major things are happening. I was taking down notes of something that just happened while something else happened. <laughs> and then I look up and then yet another thing has happened. And it's yeah, like, you're like, I don't oh my have God, time. This, thing, this fucking thing is running away from me. Yeah. So I found that very distracting i wish the movie had had a little bit more time so i could have like caught my fucking breath yeah but you know if i was just watching this movie just for the sake of watching it i might actually appreciate that that brisk pace so if you want to go up to eight or nine or whatever i could probably go with that i would be a-okay with that let's put the difference and say 10 10 10 okay i can deal with 10 so, coming in at number 10, Herdini. All right. So, I think with that, that is the end of our episode. Thank you for listening. If you would like to suggest a movie, probably the best place to contact us is our email address, and that's at... Hey, at indoorbeesdust.com. Ah, dot club. Oh, Damn it. Biffed. Fucking, I thought I had it. No, no, no. You got too comfy. Too comfy. Yeah, that's right. Hey at indoorrecess.club. We will take pretty much anything. We got three rules. Rule number one, it's gotta be over 30 minutes. Rule number two, no DreamWorks, no Pixar, no Disney. We want the real, real obscure shit. The shit that you have never heard of before and... We want uh, the asylum. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to give us some asylum shit, I am 
I'm always down for it. Rule number three, uh, I don't have a rule number three. It's become a running gag at this point. If you would rather reach out to us on Twitter, where can they do that, Jeffy? At Indoor Recess Pod. That's right, at Indoor Recess Pod. Feel free to follow us. I post silly things, snippets from movies, this and that. You know, it's 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 a good old time. And then finally, if you want to go on the website and check the list, our big old giant 30 plus list at this point. Jeff, what's our URL? Indoorrecess.club. That's right. Indoorrecess.club. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. I also... Every episode gets a few little linkies here and there to just relevant things, you know. Linkies. That's right. The, I don't know if he's the director or the producer or the character designer. This movie is based on a concept by Cedric Babouche called Little Houdini. And the dude's also got an art station and he draws pretty well. It's definitely worth checking out. Finally, anywhere that you can give us a good rating or good stars, anywhere you can like speak kindly about us is much appreciated. Feel free to do that. But the best way to spread the word is to tell a friend. Tell them about Indoor Recess. It's fun. And with that, I think we are out of here. Jeff, do you got anything that you'd like to say to us? Keep your eyes on the card. Ooh, good one. All right.